Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. In Russia, the leader of the Wagner military group, Yevgeny Prigozhin, has died, or should I say has been killed, in a plane crash. Prigozhin led a mutiny against the Russian President Vladimir Putin three months ago after previously being seen as close to Putin. The U.S. President Joe Biden has said that after the attempted mutiny three months ago, if he were Prigozhin, he would have been careful what he rode in. Maybe a suggestion the U.S. is not completely unsurprised by this. Roland Henwood's a political commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Um, I'm sure there'll be an official investigation into what happened, uh, but this is surely a curiously convenient cla- crash for President Vladimir Putin. Yes, um, although it may come at an inconvenient time um, with so much attention being focused on him not being at BRICS um, and everything else happening. So many questions being asked. Um, it is a curious incident um, and probably an investigation that will probably whitewash whatever may have happened if there was any foul play involved. Call me cynical, but hasn't this happened to one or two people who've opposed Putin in Russia in the past? I mean, there have been one or two strange incidents. Uh, there's been more than one or two. Um, quite a number of people who are known to be critics of Mr. Putin died, um, falling from windows, um, slipping, car accidents, sudden diseases. Um, there's actually been one or two other, um, I, I think one other person that also died after an illness this week um, that was also uh, an important critic of Mr. Putin. And then we must remember that there are incidents that are recorded. There's evidence of people being assassinated even outside of Russia in Europe, a couple of incidents. And then, of course, the case of Alex Navalny, the opposition leader in Russia, that was definitely poisoned by people associated with Mr. Putin's government. So it's not an... In unknown happening, and it's definitely not something that just happens once in a while. The Wagner Group had been growing in power. It had been leading efforts um, in Russia's war with Ukraine, played an important role at one point. What happens to it now? It was always quite a strange entity, a military group in Russia, not technically part of the Russian government, but Putin himself has said the Russian government funded it. I think it was a proxy force that was developed and used by Putin, but it gave him a plausible denial for whatever they were up to because these were not nice people. They didn't play by the rules. They don't follow humanitarian um, ethics in what they do. And, And they became a force that probably supported what Putin wanted, but also started to act in their own interest. And that's often where things go wrong in these relationships and then became quite powerful. And I think the issue is the Ukraine war showed the lack of leadership and the lack of capacity of the Russian defense forces. And that made Prigozhin and the Wagner group even more potent because they had a different approach, much more flexibility in what they wanted to do. And they became a threat because they became demanding and they became a power to be reckoned with. And that is that was the undoing of the group in the end. The fact that it came to a march on Moscow in June this year probably was the last that Putin could manage because beyond this, no one knows what would have happened. And it may be that Putin is not as secure in office as many people outside of Russia would think he is. The other important strand of all of this for us is the Wagner Group was operating, is operating, and our continent, very strong in the Central African Republic, famously running their post office, I think, um, very involved in Mali, operating, I think, in Mozambique at one point. 
Um, what happens to those units? Do they continue to operate? Can Wagner operate without Prigozhin? Pr- I mean, could we see maybe even Russia yes, taking over those they, units deliberately? They were um, operating in Mozambique, but they they're very unsuccessful. So they fairly quickly withdrew from Mozambique. But they've been very they've been very successful in West Africa, displacing France and the U.S. essentially for Russian interests. Does Russia take it over formally now? I mean, that would mean you have officially Russian units operating in Africa. There will be a response to that, I'm sure. There will definitely be a response. Uh, depends. Um, it was quite a successful outfit and with new leadership can probably remain that, although it may take some time to establish and get control of this. You would also have to have a purge of everyone that was loyal to Prigozhin, and that may be quite difficult. Um, he seems to have been a strong leader with a lot of support in the inner circle. So you had, you'd have to purge that and, and basically remake the, the outfit to fit for purpose again. But you, you sit with the same risks. Um, with the weakness of the Russian Defense Forces and the leadership issues, you, you're going to run the same risk and you may actually increase the risk to yourself. So it's a, it's a conundrum for, for Putin and Russia what to do with them. Roland Henwood, thank you very much indeed. Political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria really do appreciate the time. 27 minutes after six.